Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now, from the Star Rental Sports Desk, your 93.3 KJRFM Sports Headlines. All right, boys and girls, here we go. Happy Thursday. Headlines right here on Softy and Dick. And brought to you by our friends at VenueKings.com. Coronavirus. You need tickets for the M's in the stretch run. Who is that kid, by the way? That is, Who is this? my buddy, my buddy Brent and Lindsay's son okay. Brooks. Man, all right. Well, that's going to live in infamy on this radio show. You tell Brooksy that uh, <laughs> he's got his voice on the bow the button he knows. bar here. He knows. Uh, you need tickets for the M stretch run. Uh, VenueKings.com as you covered. Use code Softy at checkout for a discount. Mariners sweep the Detroit Tigers. By the way. Yeah. They've won four in a row, 73-58, and 7-0 today. Ty France, J-Rod, both go long. Logan Gilbert, phenomenal. Nine Ks, one walk over six innings. M's now 73-58 and 58 before they head to Cleveland tomorrow. And by the way, coming up with Boone next segment, I'm going to give you a stat, by the way, mm-hmm. that is absolutely going to blow your freaking mind. Stats are for losers. Okay, okay. I guarantee it. it's going to blow your mind. We've got three, count them, three top 25 college football hey. games going on right now. 12th-ranked Oklahoma State leads Central Michigan 23-7 in the second. The backyard brawl from Pittsburgh. 7th-ranked West Virginia leads number 17 Pitt 7-3. 22nd-ranked Wake Forest over VMI 10-0. Uh, games that would impact the Mariners, the A's. Hey, let's go A's. Uh, they lead the Nationals. Uh, oh, sorry, uh, never mind that game. The Orioles yeah, and Guardians. Matter. I thought they were playing the Guardians, by the way. It's my fault. <laughs> How about Baltimore-Cleveland? That game would impact the Mariners, I for get sure. Washington and Cleveland confi- confused, <laughs> too, because their teams change names. I, Washington went to the Commanders. Cleveland went to the Guardians. I get them... F- Confused. I got to be honest with you. It's not about me being confused. I'm just stupid, is what my problem is. Uh, Orioles happens to the best of us, huh? Orioles lead the Guardians 3 0, bottom of the seventh. Uh, Mariners again already won 7 0. White Sox knocked off the Royals 7 1. Mets took care of the Dodgers 5 3. Washington having preliminary discussions in Chicago with the Big Ten about expansion, similar to what the Ducks did last week. The Big Ten just signed a $7 billion media rights deal, but reportedly has an escalator clause. It would take it to $10 million if the conference expanded. I want you to do me a favor, Jackson. I want you to tweet out right now. You can use my account, KJR account, Dick's account, your account, that I am about to give a statistic on the air that will blow the mind of the audience. Okay. Tweet that out, all right? Because, you know, Purple Sheet got mad at us for giving stuff away for free on Twitter. Oh, okay. Let's see if this actually improves the ratings here on this radio show. I have a statistic that will knock your socks off. I'm going to give it to you and Brett Boone right now. Coming to you live from our Elliott Avenue studios of Sports Radio 93.3 KJR-FM. It's time for our weekly conversation with former Mariners all-star Brett Boone. Brought to you by Venue Kings. Visit VenueKings.com for all your ticket needs. 
Now with Booney, here's Softy and Dick. All right, big thanks to our friends at VenueKings.com. They got you ready for the stretch run for Mariner Baseball, baby. They got Russell Wilson's return on the 12th of December. Uh, Huskies in Michigan State in week three of the NFL season. Whatever you need, baby. VenueKings.com has you covered. Be sure and use code Softy at checkout for a little bit of a discount. Here he is, man, Brett Boone, courtesy of VenueKings.com with us every Thursday on this very fine radio station. Booney, how are you, pal? What's going on? What's going on? I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. well a little you're, hot over here in California. Yeah, a little hot. Uh, uh, we're feeling cool, though, up here in Seattle because a championship breeze is blowing <laughs> around the 206. Wow. You like that transition, baby? That's a true pro. Only true pros can do that. The Mariners at one point in no. time, Booney, were 29-39. and 39. They were 10 games under on the 20th of June. And they've gone forty-four and nineteen since, which is a hundred and thirteen win pace in the last sixty-nine games. Can you or sixty-three games? Excuse me. Can you freaking believe that? What this baseball team's doing? Not really, but this is a good team. This is a good team. I, that, that's a big turnaround right there. Was that your big stat that you were pumping out? Nope. That you were going to break? break? Mm, oh, not, okay. not even okay. close. I got something better uh, than that. I'm going to give it to you in a minute here. All right. Watching this team daily, it, it doesn't surprise me what they're doing. And, and when I say they're a really good team, they are a really good team. I mean, I put them – I don't see a better team in the American League, with the exception of the Houston Astros, mm-hmm. than this team. Set a six six and one week, uh, swept you know swept the Tigers. Everybody says no big deal. That's what you're supposed to do. Great teams, you take care of business. They went to Detroit. They did. They played a good Cleveland Indian team. Cleveland Indian team, I think, matches up really well with the Mariners. I think the Mariners are a little bit better, uh, but they won three out of four. Great week for them. Uh, you're getting great pitching. At it's fun to, uh, for the first time in a long time. Uh, I'm I'm enjoying watching these guys play. I mean, there's a there's a difference this year that's been different in past years. I, I know last year they won 90 games. I didn't think they were a 90 win team. This team's just different, and uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe for the first time because since the All Star break, it's actually been hey, if the season ended today, they're in the playoffs. Maybe that's a little bit more of a reason for the excitement. I'm watching games on TV. I'm seeing. A lot of fans in the hands. That's a change. Uh, all positive stuff. Well, Booney, to your credit, you've said this was a good team all season long. You said this was a good team when they were five games under five hundred. when they were ten games under five hundred. So what has been the difference? Why did a good team go ten games under, and now a good team's gone, what, 26 over since then? Yeah, I it begins and ends with that pitching staff. And I, and I think more importantly, let's even, you know, go in, in deeper and say that bullpen. I look at that starting rotation, top to bottom, it's, it's really quality. That bullpen, there was kind of some, some question marks. Who was going to close games? Who was going to kind of step it up? They've all stepped it up. You know, I, I remember talking to Softy early in the season. He said, hey, Munoz case throwing 102 miles an hour. And what did I say to you, Softy? I need to see a lot more. Well, I've seen a lot more. He had a rough outing recently, but Munoz has stepped it up. He's been great. Uh, I talk about the head bullpen every week because it's that good. You know, I look at the early in the season, I'm looking at the New York Yankees, and what did I say? They have that power bullpen. All of a sudden, they don't have that power bullpen, and things aren't going very well for them. I think the, the theme in baseball 
in 2022 is the team with the power bullpens. Usually the teams having the most success. That's the way the, the game has trended, Major League Baseball. Right. All right, let me give you my big stat, okay? You've all, all right. been, Drum roll, please. You've all been waiting for this, right? This is going to blow your freaking mind. And just do me a favor, you and Dick and Jackson, the three of you. If it doesn't blow your mind, just act like it okay. does. Okay, right, how's right. that? All right, so here's the story. Act uh, like it does? Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. On June the 20th, the Mariners were 29-39. and 39. In the following 63 games, they are 44-19 and 19 for a record of 73-58. and 58. How do those exact same games compare to your 2001 baseball team? Let's look at that. On June the 20th, the difference is you guys were 52 and 16, right. not 10 games under. In the following 63, that 2001 team went 42 and 21. This team is better <laughs> than you were. <laughs> Over the following well, hey, 63, hey. did you ever think in your life on that Monday, June the 20th, that we'd be living in a world where in a span of 63 games, this team is better than the 2001 team was? Wow. By two games. How about so, that, Booney? Softy, can, can you rattle off that first stat? It was 52 and what? I'm sorry, your phone's breaking off. What was that? I can't hear <laughs> What was that first stat you rattled 52 off? 52 and, and what? 16. Yeah, their level of... Uh, that, 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 that's called a cushion, and it's called an earned carpet ride. Okay. We didn't have to grovel and, and play know. that well. So I no. know. I'm just saying answer, I, find it, well. I find it unbelievable that over any span of any games this year that this team is better than that 2001 <laughs> team was, 44-19 and 19 versus 42-21 and 21 over that exact same span. And now the question becomes, hey, look, man, I mean, you got a four, four-and-a-half game cushion now on the playoffs, mm-hmm. I believe, over Baltimore. I was texting you this last night. If they get into a three-game wild-card series against anybody, uh, Cleveland, Tampa, Toronto, whatever, what three starting pitchers of this group right now are you throwing out there, Booney? Castillo, Ray, Gilbert. And Kirby's making a strong case that he needs to be considered for the third spot. Absolutely. Talk to him about Gilbert today. You know that, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Boone. You got to finish? No, no. Gil, Gilbert today was great. When he pitched six, punched out nine, t- tied his season high. Uh, but over the last month and a half, what Kirby's done – uh, Gilbert's still having a great year, but I mean, I, I think that last spot is up for debate. But if it's today, you're asking me today. The playoffs are today. It goes Castillo, Ray, Gilbert. So what do you do with Kirby? What do you do with Kirby then? I mean, is he a guy that if one of those guys struggles, you go early hook with him he's, and he's, and he pitches in the third inning and gives you five? He's without a doubt. He's the first guy I go to. Okay. Now that might be a different story a month from now. That that'll work itself out. Right. You know, I, I think it doesn't matter what happens. Castillo is going to be at the top of that list. And I would assume Robbie Ray is going to be number two. That's why you brought him here. Yeah. Uh, but the other two, and by the way, none of these that we're mentioning right now with watching this team are bad options. Right. Well, I think you're exactly right there. George Kirby is making a strong case to be considered 
in that number three hole. I think you're correct that those are the three guys that they would likely go with, Castillo, Ray, and, and Logan Gilbert. But, man, George Kirby, since being called up, dude, has been phenomenal, and, and his stuff is unbelievable. You can make an argument that George Kirby might either have the best stuff or the second-best stuff in this rotation right now. It's just about a young kid being able to figure it out in the playoffs. So can you envision a scenario where George Kirby actually gives them no choice but to start him in a three-game wild-card series? Without a doubt. And by watching this, this uh, you know, Kirby, I don't, I don't think the playoffs are going to rattle him. He goes strike one a lot. And I don't know. There's certain guys you just see. You watch them on the mound. You watch their demeanor. Kirby doesn't strike me as a guy all of a sudden we're in, a, we're in the first round of the playoffs and he's going to freeze. He's going to go to the mound and do what he's been doing all year. It's things like that I don't think fade uh, or phase certain type of player. I think Kirby's one of those players. Who's the best first-round matchup and the worst first-round matchup for the Mariners? Best for us. Uh, well, are, are we are we assuming everybody's in? I love the matchup against Cleveland for the Mariners. Yeah, I, I think they match up well. I think they're a better team. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do this weekend with them. I think they have. They you could make an argument. I don't know. You take away one inning in that four-game series, they swept them four games. Yeah. Um, so I like that matchup for them. Worst matchup I like, and or, or or I would like to see the Mariners have. And I, this would be my case for every team in the American League. I I talked about them at the top, the Houston Astros. Whoever gets the Houston Astros is in for a tough series. Right. What's the difference in your mind between facing the Astros and facing the Yankees? What's the different challenge there? Facing the Astros and the Yankees, yeah, Astros right now are flat out a way better team. Uh, the Yankees started off that power bullpen. You, you you went away from it. I mean, you lost you lost Chapman. Chapman was the closer, you know, say in uh, in May. All of a sudden, Chapman went down. Chap- Chapman lost his closer role. Uh, then he started to come back. Now he had a meltdown about a week and a half ago. He's not even serviceable right now. Um, King, their main guy in the bullpen, he's out for the year. Luizic is coming back slowly, but he's not the Luizic they saw two years ago. If they can get him back, that makes him more formidable. Severino's been out. Uh, nobody's hitting. If Aaron Judge doesn't hit a th- three-run homer, they're in trouble. And, and that's what you're relying on. And the thing is, Judge has been doing that a lot. But they had an awful August. Um it's it's just where are they at in, in a month? What's their health in a month from now? Stanton missed a month after the All-Star break. He's a big cog in that wheel in the middle of that lineup. If he's not producing, uh, it, it puts an awful lot on Judge. You know, Rizzo's hit some big home runs for him. DJ LeMahieu right now is not, not hitting. Uh, Benintendi came over, got off to a real slow start to them. He's starting to hit the ball better. But right now, that Yankees is a real average team. They just lost two games to the Oakland A's, and they followed that up by losing two out of three to the Anaheim Angels. I mean, Yankees are a real ordinary team for me right now. I, I Mariners take on the Yankees right now, I'd take the Mariners. Wow. Yeah, yes, wow. you mentioned that last week. Uh... With, with, with that, without a doubt, it's not even a question. I, I'll keep the, you know, my brother's the manager. Yeah, <laughs> i got to keep that out of it when I'm evaluating. The Mariners are a better team than the New York Yankees, September 1st, 2022. Mm. Brett Boone joining us. And, uh, Booney, since we talked to you last, Julio Rodriguez, the 21-year-old, I mean, could end up being here till he's 37 years old. Would you have signed – 
that contract that Julio signed, or would you have, you know, bet on yourself, gone through the arbitration process, and and become a free agent when you're 27 years old? 21 years old, that's a lot of money to turn down. Anything could happen. Uh, without a doubt, I would have signed it. I mean, you're talking over 200 million. Five months ago, he wasn't even going to make the big league roster. And now you got 200 million plus in front of you with a chance to make 400. Right. I, I think it's a no-brainer. 21-year-old man. I mean, who knows? You know, who knows what's going to happen to us tomorrow? Right. Uh, that sets you up pretty good uh, for a long time. And if things go well and you are the superstar that, that people think you're going to be and, and you hit those numbers, it's going to escalate to 300 million to 400 million. And, and uh, I think at 21, getting that type of security yeah. with four months in the big leagues, five months in the big leagues, I, I don't. I don't know anybody that can turn that down. Well, Brett Boone with us. Maybe Aaron Judge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Courtesy of venuekings.com. you got to have some balls on you to turn down a deal like that. There is no doubt. Because as you right. said, you have no idea right. what's going to happen tomorrow. And that deal could be worth almost a half a billion bucks by the time it's all said and done if he does what we think he may be able to do. But you mentioned his name right there, Aaron Judge. And look, I said it yesterday. I'll say it again that I think the Mariners right now, Brett, uh, when you combine the the young talent they have, not just at the major league level, but still in the system with the payroll flexibility that this franchise has. I don't think they've ever been in a better situation in the history of the franchise. I mean, they've got great players all over the 26-man roster and still should be able to be involved in every discussion for every big-time free agent. I mean, Aaron Judge, Shohei Otani coming up in the next couple of years. Aaron Judge this offseason, Shohei after that. So if you had one big fat check to write for one of those guys, which one would you want to bring to Seattle? Wow. I I mean, that is uh, the Japanese component, Seattle. uh, They have that tie, Otani. That would be a pretty big deal. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the money he'd make off the field. Oh. Otani, what he brings to the game, the face. But let's say both of them are pretty much the faces of any franchise. And likable guys, uh, judges is the Yankee. Oh, man, that is hard. Here's the problem, Softy, that I have with that question. How am I going to pay Otani? Do I just flat out say, okay, I'll give you $25 million as a hitter, 25 million as a pitcher. So you got to pay him 50. You got to pay him 50. But then what if he says, nah, I don't want to pitch, but your contract says you pitch. Okay. Then I'll force myself to pitch. Right. I don't know how that works. That's you're going to have to get really, really crafty mm-hmm. formulating that contract. Judge, it's a little more straight up. He's 30 years old. Uh, what are you going to pay him? You're going to pay him 35. You're going to pay him trout money. You're going to pay him 40 million a year. I think what he's doing this year is letting everybody know, I want trout money and maybe some more. So what's it going to take? 30 years old? How many great years does he have left? He's getting, he's probably got five great years left, but because of what he's doing, you're going to have to pay him for eight. You're going to pay him eight forties. You're going to give him 320 going into 31. All right. You're putting me on the spot. I'm taking judge. Because I just don't know the wild card with Otani. I just, I'm so amazed by what he's doing. I'm so, I mean, give him the MVP right now, Otani. I'm so amazed by what he's doing, pitching and hitting, both at a star level. It's just my brain can't comprehend that. It's almost like it's too good to be true. How much longer can you keep this up at that pace? Something's got to falter. 
I hope it does. I hope it doesn't. It's great for the game of baseball. Right. I just don't see how you can keep that going from a health standpoint. Booney, I don't pay attention to such things on Instagram. I'm not even really on Instagram at all. But uh, the people that do pay Uh-oh. attention to such things say that Jared wow. Kellenick. I was going to say, what kind of things are you talking about? Took any uh, oh, Kellenick there? Yeah, about. took it, <laughs> Kellenick took any reference to the Mariners off his Instagram account. He then unfollowed him, and we found out from Kyler Murray a couple months ago. That's kind of the Gen Z way of pouting. So. Uh, your take on on Jared Kellenick not getting called up on September first, and then obviously uh, not feeling too happy about it. Um, I don't think he should have got called up. You know, I, I think this has been a long year for Jared. He's a talented kid. He hasn't had any success success at the big league level. Now, you know me, Dick. I'm not this big social media guy. I don't know what he had on there a week ago versus what he had on now. If that's true, uh, that kind of solidifies management with the, with the Seattle Mariners saying that was the right thing not to call him up if he would do something like that. For us, the older generation, this is all this social media is new for us. If somebody unfollowed me, I really don't care. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but in today's, in today's society, that's a big deal, especially the kids this age. It's a big deal if you get unfollowed. I've got a house full of girls, and they're always talking, oh, she unfollowed her, and I'm like, who really cares? <laughs> That's what it's like now. If this is true, Dick, and I say if. Yeah, sure. That's a bit, that, it, it's ridiculous. It's a bad look. It, it solidifies, like I said, it solidifies management, and they're going to sit up in the office and go, yep, we made the right choice because of, because of that behavior right there. Uh, Jared had some growing up to do. I mean, he's had a rough run. I think he's a big league player. I really do. I don't know if his future's in Seattle. I, I think a lot goes into whether you get called up or not beyond the numbers. I think they look at it from a business standpoint where Jared Kelnick yeah. has, uh, he has some value by bringing him up. If he, if he scuffles again in September, does that value whittle down to even less mm-hmm. if they were going to move him this offseason? Yeah. So there's a lot more that goes into it than just come up to the big leagues. Right now, in that clubhouse, what they got going, uh, I don't think they want to mess with that. They're on a roll. They're playing good. They're good, and they know they're good. Uh, this is a time for him to just, hey, have a great winter. Get ready for next year. It's You're going to have an opportunity, whether it's with the Mariners, somebody else. Right. But if that's true with the social media thing, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's, no, that's immaturity at a high level. I think you're right about his value. That uh, his greatest value is that he's 23 years old, and that you could look at the last 130 games as maybe an aberration. And if he comes up and plays 25 more and struggles, and all of a sudden it's 160 games, and that sample looks a lot bigger. So we'll see. But hey, Boone, great stuff, man. Uh, you got the podcast out, courtesy of DraftKings.com. What's happening on the podcast? Well, what big name superstar have you learned in this time? Hmm. We've got Linda Cohn tomorrow, uh, Nomar Garcia, and Carl Ravitch next week. Three I love good it. ones coming. Up. Awesome yeah. stuff. Check out Boone's Twitter account, by the way, for all the information on that. Hey, Brett, great stuff, man. Appreciate this, and we'll talk in a week, buddy. Thanks, Thank you, Boone. pal. 
You got it. Thanks, guys. All right, Brett Boone. I want to throw out that Shohei or Judge question that I threw uh, Boone out uh, uh, to uh, to Brett. I think he changed his mind like six times on the year when he finally got to an answer, and it was Aaron Judge. So we'll talk about that. Uh, you know, look, I mean, what's happening with this baseball team, the really fun thing is you can pour over numbers and you can pour over stats and have a lot of fun with it. You know, baseballreference.com, you can get inundated with numbers and, and, and have them look really good because everything's really golden right now with the these guys, but let's come back and chat about that. We got a couple of updates on the poll to get to, by the way, on the air. And the pit of stupidity board has spoken. Pit yes, sir. Stupidity regarding Russell Wilson's new contract. Uh, we'll get to all that coming up on Sports Radio ninety three point three KJRFM. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Noted uh, Bronco Honk Bucky Jacobson out in the hallway getting ready for the big mm-hmm. KJR fantasy football draft at uh, 7 o'clock tonight. I have made a decision, by the way, on my fantasy football team. I'm going to let Dixon Fain run the whole damn thing for me. How's that sound? You cool with that? I think... Is that allowed, I'll tell you the what, the, his level of following the NFL, acumen. paying attention... his ac, That is the word I was looking for. Acumen. His level of acumen in the last 12 months from last football season to this football season has right. skyrocketed. He yeah. is just... He eats, breathes, sleeps football he plays madden he just he knows all the players so that's probably a good that's probably a good move on your have at it i mean i got stuff going on right i'm like tom brady i'm 49 years old i got crap going on right and i I can't do it gotta be the right price though he's a busy boy he plays four sports so he's a busy boy i want to know by the way how much credit you guys are going to give me for what's happening with this baseball team right now we've brought this up before much credit yeah how much credit did i say crap or credit why would you need credit because on June the 30th, I sent a tweet out saying it was time for the Mariners to go on a run. You uh, want to be taken seriously, yes. then start winning. Enough is enough. Show us already. And they are 37 and 17 since I sent that tweet out. <laughs> yeah, but that's. Well, let's hear it from me. Well, it's almost like crediting the brawl for their turnaround mm-hmm. because their turnaround began before the brawl. And their turnaround began before you sent that tweet out because my response to that tweet you sent out was like, dude, they're like seven and one in the last eight. What do you mean? They were six and two in their okay, previous eight games, two. which we had seen many, 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 many times before. This year? In the had? last 20 years. We've seen a lot of teams go six and two over an eight game span. Thank you, Chuck. A lot of teams have gone six and two over eight games, but how many of them won 14 in a row, right? I yeah. mean, what they did was That's historical. True. That's, That's why. True. And I'm being sarcastic here a little bit, but just a, a little bit. A pat on the ass would be nice every now and then. I'll give you a pat on the back. Thank you very that? much. Jackson, you can <laughs> take s- care of the I'm ass. I'm staying off no, your thank ass. You. Um, because people would say things like, ah, oh, we've seen this before. No, we haven't. Nope. When they were winning no, we 14 games in a row, we hadn't seen that since 2001, right? So, mm-hmm. and there's plenty of people that weren't around in 2001. Your kid wasn't around in 2001. Nice. You're in your mid-20s. You got no idea what the hell was going on in 2001 unless you're Dick Fane and you have a memory from when you were an embryo, right? I mean, people don't remember things like that unless they're 8, 9, 10, whatever years old. So I just think, again, 
that that little run that they were on up until then. So they were, I think they were like five games under when I sent that tweet out. They were 36 and 41. So they hadn't done anything. They hadn't done jack squat. And then all of a sudden, boom, when yours truly puts that tweet out, they go on this run. And I I just think every now and then it's, you know, worthy of a little bit of a fist bump on the radio show. And then Booty talking about, you know, the question I had is, hey, look, if you're going to have to write one big check or you're willing, excuse me, to write one big check in the next year and a half or two years if you're John Stanton. And you can write it for Aaron Judge. You can write it for Shohei Otani. Maybe you want to write it for Trey Turner. You know, somebody was hitting me up last night pointing mm. out that J.P. Crawford, man, the last couple of months has kind of been like, hasn't been much there offensively out of J.P. Crawford. Maybe you upgrade your shortstop spot and go after a guy like a Trey Turner. If you can write one, if you have the ability, Dick, financially, to write one big fat check, meaning one big you know, five-year, $250 million deal, 10-year, half-a-billion-dollar deal. And I just tossed out the two of them because I believe that we can agree that the next two years, Aaron Judge and Shohei Otani, back-to-back, will be the biggest free agents baseball has to offer. To me, it's not close. And and I think it, I think it's more fit than anything else. And it just, when you think about Aaron Judge in a Mariner uniform and you think about Shohei Otani in a Mariner uniform, mm-hmm. Otani to me just fits. It just seems perfect. And I think he is very interested in being here. He showed interest in the Mariners, big time interest in the Mariners when he was a free agent coming out of Japan the first time. Jerry was all over him and we lost out to, to Los Angeles. Right, right. And I think Shohei Otani could get, be a pitcher for you for. Probably three more years mm-hmm. where he's giving you top half of the rotation stuff and he's hitting 45 bombs for you every year and for the next eight. I mean, that's the guy That's the guy I would go out and get. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if he hits 45 bombs every year, but, you know, could he be a 30 home run, 90-plus RBI guy and start, you know, 20 games yes. for you at the same time? Yes. I think that's totally doable. And I get Boone's perspective on the pitching, and I would just say that that's a very easy fix if you're Jerry Depoto. And look, Shohei Otani may be able to get a deal from somebody where he doesn't need to worry about incentives. Right? Somebody may just go, blah! Right. And just give the guy a fat ass contract for half a billion dollars. Hey, whatever happens is going to happen. Maybe the Yankees are that team. Maybe the Red Sox are that team. Maybe the Dodgers are that team. I don't think the Mariners would be that team. I do think if the Mariners were to write that kind of a check, they would want some assurances from his camp that he is going to continue to pitch. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if you're the Mariners, you say, okay, we'll give you twenty five million dollars over the next 10 years. And if you reach 150 innings a year or whatever that number is, make it real manageable for him, you get another 25 more. And there's your 50 million bucks. All you have to do is just keep doing what you're doing now and you get your $50 million a year. Somebody may say, no, we're going to give you 50 million bucks no matter what. And I don't think John Stanton and the M's would do that. I agree with you. He's a better fit because he's a better player. Because he does more than Aaron Judge. He hits and he throws. I mean, it's an obvious thing for me. I don't I'm not worried about Aaron Judge hitting home runs in whatever stadium he plays in. I think Aaron Judge could hit five hundred foot home runs in whatever ballpark he was in. And he'll continue to do that for the next five or six years, by the way. But I do think that when you throw in the pitching element, the Japanese element, the Ichiro connection. I want you to imagine. Remember the uh, north side of T-Mobile Park where mm-hmm. they have the banners up there right now? It's Hanniger and Gonzalez when you and I do a show from Jimmy's. Imagine turning around there starting in 2024 and seeing Julio Rodriguez and Shohei Otani uh. next to each other for seven seasons. Mm-hmm. 
Huh? That is the makings of a World Series champion. And, you know, Otani also is is left-handed. A hitter, anyway. Yeah. And it just seems to me like left-handed hitters yank it right, yanking it down the right field line at T-Mobile Park. A lot more balls go out of there than that death valley that is left center field of T-Mobile yeah. Park. And yeah. Aaron Judge will still hit. You're right. Aaron Judge has the power to hit it out of any place, yeah. but there are going to be a lot of home runs that won't be out of T-Mobile Park that he hit out of Yankee Stadium. Well, I, I, I gave you, though, his numbers at T-Mobile yeah, Park. He's, he, he's, he's been good. on pace to hit 35 home runs at T-Mobile over 162 games, which would be more than anybody on this roster over 162 games. And that's over 81 games at, at, at T-Mobile Park. So I'm not worried about him as a hitter at all. But, you know, look, I mean... A guy is going to go out there every fifth day. He's going to help you on the mound and be really, really good at it, by the way. And then, oh, by the way, he's going to be a DH for you for the next decade, and he's going to hit 35 bombs and drive in 100 right. and hit 280-plus with a 8-plus OPS. And hey, don't get me wrong. If they sign Aaron Judge oh, instead of Shohei Otani, I'm not right. going to be, God, they signed the wrong well, guy. I think if they get one of them, I think you'll be freaking uh, <laughs> ecstatic. Of course. Uh, we'll get a break. Hey, Chuck Powell's walking around outside. Bucky Jacobson walking around outside. You brought cut water for everybody, and they're drinking your cut water right That's now. That's okay. I, think I brought enough for everybody. I think the price they should have to pay for drinking your booze is they have to come in here and jump on the air. Okay. You let's know what? Let, let's give them a shot to shine when the spotlight is really bright mm-hmm. in the afternoon here on KJR. Coming up next. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Carries much of the load. Julio! With the skyscraping blast out to the video board in left field. God home run number 22 for Julio. It's a 2-0 Mariners lead. All right, baby, the voice of Aaron Goldsmith. Uh, big thanks to our friends at Root Sports. Uh, Aaron Goldsmith's lawyer, Aaron Goldsmith's high school gym teacher, uh, Angie Mentink's college softball coach. Who was that uh, UW when Angie was there? Who was there before Heather Tarr? What was the mm. name of the gal? She was there forever. <sighs> Teresa. Ter- yes, oh. yes, 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 yes. Teresa. Uh, I, forget, I forget Teresa's last, last name. name. I'm blanking on Teresa's last name. I got it. Vanderloo? Mm, no. No? I don't think so. Wilson. Teresa, Teresa Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Good job. Holy crap, dude. Good call. Well done. This guy she over taught here. softball lessons at Bucky's Baseball Academy back in the day. There you oh, go. There you go. Small world. Whatever huh? happened to Bucky's Baseball Academy? I sold it to do radio. And Poor how'd, choice. How'd that work out? <laughs> <laughs> well, we are back here. Uh, we have our big KJ, our fantasy football draft tonight coming up at 7 o'clock. And we've been waiting to get these guys in the studio, Dick. And, uh, you know, apparently it took a big station function to make it happen. They won't come down just for us. It took an actual fantasy football league draft with free booze and food <laughs> to get Bucky Jacobs and Chuck Powell yep. in the studio with us. But uh, what a time to have these guys on the air. The Mariners, dude, are kicking ass. They're 44-19 and since they were 10 games under five hundred. Better record during that span than the 2001 team, which is crazy. <laughs> but this is what we've been waiting for, boys. How are you? What's going on, Chuck? Good to see you, man. It's great to see you. Uh, as well. I've missed you both. You look very handsome. 
Mm-hmm. And on oh, top of you. things. Yeah, that's wow. what I was thinking. Now, we're not yeah. either one of those things, but thank you for the compliment. I was going to say you were not handsome. <laughs> not at all. There's nobody in radio who's handsome, by the way. That's why we all got into radio. But uh, the Mariners' record the last uh, 63, 64 games is certainly handsome. And I don't know. We're doing this thing today where we're kind of going oh, back heard. to June the 20th and uh, what our take was on that day. And we got one more clip here that we want to okay. play here for you. So I'm into self-deprecation big time you know anything that makes me look that's stupid good. which you're I'm looking really like an at, ass by the way thank you so much <laughs> let's go back to june 20th and kind of remember what our take was on this baseball team when they were 10 games under 500 the mariners have become the advil the ibuprofen of major league baseball if you're sick take a series with the m's and call me in the morning i mean is is, uh, is scott service asleep at the wheel you know i think you have to ask yourself when you have a coach or a general manager if you were to fire that head coach or general manager, how fast would they get another job? Yes. Jerry DePoto may get a call to be a farm director, mm-hmm. something like that. He would not get a call to be a general manager. Scott Service would not be get a call to be a manager of a baseball team. Based on what would he get that call? Wow. Wow. How about that? Wow. Hey, Scott, you think you guys would go... 44 and 19 after your 10 games under 500. Uh, are you serious with that question? He wouldn't have even bought that. <laughs> and Dick would have been right. If they would have been whacked right then and there, their resumes would have looked a lot different. So here we have Dick, two guys in studio that will come in here and say, oh, we knew it all along that these guys would be. Well, they were ass. pretty optimistic. I mean, uh, I would say in order, the most optimistic hosts were probably you, you, and me, and probably that order, right? I mean, as far as turning go, it around, I go Bucky. One, uh, me too. Yeah, and uh, you a distant third, yeah. and then everybody else a really distant fourth. <laughs> yeah, they should be. That's fired. what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would yeah. say. So you're lumping me in with Furness and Puckett. Yeah, well, Furness is Furness is at the. Jim Moore. Jim Moore's the lowest. Oh, Jim Moore's lowest. You are way yeah. more optimistic than Furness. And yours is just fanboy yes. thing. It's different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, it's different. You're you ride the waves. You would have been a horrible baseball player. <laughs> You'd go way too high and way too damn low. I don't have any response to any of that. <laughs> I, I saw your lips moving, but did not hear anything That's that came fine. out of your mouth. To I be like it with, with you me. guys being in here with me. This, <laughs> this makes it a little bit uh, I guess, livelier. I guess, well, I guess the question would be this. Uh, if you weren't going to get concerned at 10 games under, what would they have had to have done to make you concerned? If they would have been 15, what if 10 would have become 20? Yeah. I mean, at some point, every well, Everybody has their limit, right? I, I'll tell you exactly the show we did that day, that next morning when they went 10 games under 500. Because I've never done this before in my entire career. Mm-hmm. I came in and I said, look, I believe in this. I believe in the rebuild more than anything else. I think that was when I introduced the mantra, Julio is going to play in playoff series for the Mariners in his career. I yelled that numerous times. But we did a show where I told Bucky, I'm like, I don't know if I can defend them anymore. Wow. Like, I, it's gotten to the or point even where... Even you were starting to crack. Well... Is that fair? A little bit. I would just say this, that I, I apologized. I'm like, if I got your hopes up, because it's not looking good, mm-hmm. but I truly believe in this rebuild, and I truly believe it's going to work. Now, Bucky, who I give credit for being the most even keel of all of us, including me, he never wavered. He never wavered at, at any point, and I don't even know if he was comfortable with what I did that day. Um, and I think that's the player in him. And I think that maybe all of us should take a little bit of a lesson from that, that these players don't panic 
the way that we as fans or talk show hosts do. Well, we can't. You can't. If you all of a sudden get to where you have 100 games left and you're thinking, wow, this is really going south. Yeah. yeah. Well, the next 100 games are going to be long and hard and torturous. Of course. You have course. to think that there's there's something better over the horizon. You have to think that. And so, I mean, I didn't play that long in the big leagues, but I played a long time in the minor leagues and then college ball where I, I sucked more than I was good, period. And so you... Really, all you were asking for was kind of talk me off the ledge because I'm kind of feeling like yeah. I'm starting to I'm starting to doubt whether or not what what my prediction was was going to even come close to being true yeah, for for this year right for this year right. but but I stood where I did stand above all of you because I've been doing this for four years is the rebuild <laughs> it was the right time to rebuild it was the right decision to rebuild oh, and yeah. the rebuild yep. went even better than I thought it was going to go. And meanwhile, people are calling for heads to be lopped off, and I'm thinking Jerry yeah, DePoto deserves yeah. an A-plus for what he's well, done. Well, timeout, because I specifically remember. Listen, don't get too high and mighty on us. I'm not getting high okay? He doesn't I, like that, Chuck. Every I time I try to do anything remember, like that, he shoots I me down. I remember you and me, Dick, sitting at the 520 or the Central Barn restaurant when this whole thing was announced and saying, okay, fine, let's do this. Yeah. So I'm, I'm totally in with you on the idea of tearing the whole thing down because I've been a fan of this baseball team for 45 years, and they've never done that in their franchise yeah. history. So I was totally cool with that. The difference, though, between a player and a fan, you mentioned Bucky as a player. you got to believe, otherwise the next 100 games are going to be awful mm-hmm. going through hell. Hey, that's the player's perspective. The fan's perspective is we just watch football. I mean, we just move on. <laughs> yeah. And you get 5,000 people a game at T-Mobile Park in, in, in September. But i I, I got to tell you, though, guys, there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, this is out of the blue. Because what they're doing now, nobody could have called this. Nobody could have called 690 ball, whatever it's been, in the last 64 games. Nobody saw this coming. Yeah, I, I mean, they're out playing the Dodgers yep. right. over, the, over the course of the last 60 games. But I would say this. I was more surprised by the bad start than I am by the way they're playing now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's a little bit of the credit that you do want to take as a talk show yeah. host, Dick, you know, you, you kind of want it's, it was hard work softy. I mean, Bucky and I, we, that week we got to Friday and we're like, we were getting killed mm-hmm. because we were still is trying it, to defend it last Friday or that, uh, that, June? that oh, Friday which, which is yeah. okay. why I think you should be able to take some credit because you do get killed when you say things oh. like that. And uh, that, that's the difference maybe between my stance and, and softy stance, which he wants the self self deprecating when you take a stance yeah. and it turns out to be right. You should be able to take some credit for that. Yeah. I don't like that. That's just me. That's you, though. That's my personality. That's you. I don't well, want to wanna be look at me and look what I said. I, I want I want people to kill not? me and have because it's not it just makes me uncomfortable. Well, it always with, has. Hey, I'm and because you. I'm never right anyway. You never <laughs> I won the Elks free throw hoop shoot when I was eight years old. And I nice. came over with the trophy to my parents and my sister sitting on the bench and I said on the bleachers and I said, I'm the best in town. Yeah. And my yeah. mom grabbed me by my shirt and pulled me in and she said you don't ever tell somebody how good you are. If you're good, keep your mouth shut, and they'll tell you. I agree with your so mom. So I don't want to go to, oh, I, agree with I told you so. Yes. But when yeah. you're called morons, <laughs> yeah. when you're called ball washers. That's right. Right. Now it's but a Bucky, point. It's, a, gotten, it's not a, I'm right. It's yeah. a, you weren't right. Right. But more that so. has nothing to do with the Mariners. That's just in general. Right. That's true. Okay. I mean, people will call you that stuff no, anyway. No, because you're on the air no, doing a radio show. Because you take pride in what you do for a living. Yeah. And there's a scorecard yeah. element of whether you were right or wrong. And this is Bucky and I's baby. And right. so we wanted to be right about this. And we took abuse. I remember we left that Friday and we were exhausted. Like, 
I've never taken that much abuse of my entire life. <laughs> I just want to go home and sleep. Hey, try being married, pal. All right, uh, we'll get a break. <laughs> Chuck and Buck are here. They're going to hang out, talk some baseball with us. Mariners win it again today over the Tigers. Uh, they're 73-58, and 58 and they are cruising, baby. Coming up on Sports Radio 93.3 KJRFM. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, from the Star Rental Sports Desk, your 93.3 KJRFM Sports Headlines. All righty, boys and girls, here we go. Headlines on a Thursday night right here on Softy and Dick, brought to you by our friends at VenueKings.com. We'll do it live! You're looking for tickets for the Mariners' stretch run, baby. The stretch run that Buck and Chuck called and told you would happen back in June is happening right now in front of your fat face, Jump on the web, VenueKings.com has you covered. Be sure and use code SOFTY at checkout for a discount. Mariners win it again, 7-0 over the Tigers. Logan Gilbert, phenomenal, six innings, nine Ks and a walk, couple of hits. Julio and Ty France both go long, and the M's now 73-58 and before they take on the Guardians in Cleveland tomorrow. It excites me that I get to give top 25 college football scores on the show. That's been a long time. How excited uh, are you? Very excited. Come on over. Wow. 12th ranked yes. Oklahoma State leads Central Michigan 51 15. Halftime, 17th ranked Pittsburgh and West Virginia in the backyard brawl, and they are brawling. It's 10 10 at halftime, and 22nd ranked Wake Forest leads VMI 23 3 at the half. Uh, games that impact the Mariners in the wild card run Orioles lead the Guardians 3 0. That game has now just gone final, by the way, in Cleveland. Uh, what else we got that would impact the M's? That's about it. Couple of games in progress. <laughs> Rangers lead the Red Sox four two. Braves up on the Rockies three nothing, and the White Sox took out the Royals seven to one. Jazz have traded Donovan Mitchell really to Cleveland oh. for three oh. first round picks as well as three players headlined by Colin Sexton. And Russell Wilson's got a brand new contract extension in Denver. When you on Easter weekend, your wife is over here braiding your hair. Five years, two hundred and forty five million dollars, one hundred and sixty five million dollars guaranteed. And the guy that's sitting with us right now, Bucky Jacobson. Big-time Denver Bronco honk. So fired up, he's going to give up his radio career to go block for Russell Wilson in Denver. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, no. Uh, no. Uh, did you I play football not. in high school, by the way? Yes. Okay. Yeah, any, any, tight end. any good at it, by the way? Uh, I ha- I could have went to Oregon for football, as a really? matter of fact. Yeah. And then you realized you would go to Oregon, so you said the hell uh, No, I realized yeah. football practice sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, football does. practice does suck. I remember blacking out multiple times, by the way, playing football in high school. But I loved it, though, man. I miss it every day. But Chuck Powell, Bucky Jacobson, the morning show, is with us on the air. And uh, Brett Boone was with us uh, for his weekly hit at 5 o'clock today. And I asked him flat out, guys, and we can get your thoughts on this. We'll start with Chuck. Uh, three-game wild card. Card series if it was happening tomorrow uh, at Cleveland, Toronto, Tampa coming here, whatever. Who are your three starting pitchers for that series? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, we got to understand that we might still be kind of battling for something at the end, and you might have to use a Castillo. But if I could ideally map yeah, them out, right. I'm, uh, it's a no brainer. It's Castillo, it's Ray, and it's Kirby. Yep, those are the wow. three. Wow. See, I said to him, "Is there anything Kirby can do to bump Gilbert?" And both of us agree, hey, he keeps doing this right now. I think Gilbert's already You're going to have a hard time taking him out yeah. of that rotation. 
No, I, absolutely. And I think you know, it doesn't it matter like who's pitching the best at the time, right? We don't have to make the decision on September the 1st. You're going to have four or five more starts. Kirby's pitching better than Gilbert. Today, I mean, how much, Buck, how much today was Logan Gilbert and how much today was the fact that they were playing, my God, a single-A baseball team? Uh, I mean, that uh, offense was awful. Yeah, well, yeah, they're definitely not consistent. They don't stay in the zone. They They help you out. If you're a pitcher, they'll help you out a little bit and swing and miss even in the zone. So, yeah, they're not the best hitting club, but yeah. it doesn't matter. They're still, if you make a bunch of mistakes to any team, the worst team that has just called up half their roster as AAA guys, you just throw a bunch of stuff over the heart of the dish and you're going to get hit, hammered. I don't care who it is. I just feel that Logan looks like he's laboring a little bit, looks a little bit more tired. Kirby looks fresh to me. Oh. As of right now, if you had, if you had clinched this thing and you knew exactly where you're going to be as far as, you're going to get the home games or whatever it was. Whatever you were going for, That's you, you'd locked up the number one wild card spot. Then, yeah, I think that it's exactly what you said. I think you go Castile, Ray, and Kirby right now. Yep. But there is still baseball to be played. And the real we haven't locked anything up right. just yet. And right. we most certainly haven't locked up where we're going to be in the wild card standings. And so I wouldn't be surprised if it does come down to the wire where you're fighting to try to get one of those I mean, maybe maybe the sixth spot is the sixth, the third wild card spot might be better than the fifth wild card spot. So maybe then right. they would rest right. and say, "Oh, we we've clinched a wild card spot, but why try to get the fifth to where we got to go to Toronto or Tampa Bay?" Kirby since getting caught up in his last seven starts, two one one ERA, but more importantly, a five seventy three OPS against uh, George Kirby, hitting two forty seven. He's been he's marvelous. Been as good as anybody in the game he's, over the course yeah. of his last like oh. six seven starts. His stuff is amazing, and what Bucky's talking about, like I'm I'm fully willing and ready to have that conversation about you know what matchup you like. I mean, there's no yeah. harm in that. We've been waiting fun. 20 years. Absolutely. Have so them. you mentioned being in that three-hole. Would you rather go to Cleveland for three games or maybe to Toronto or Tampa in a dome where maybe it neutralizes some of that great starting pitching? Uh, I'm more interested in the matchup. Tell me if Tampa Bay has glasnow and mcclanahan healthy i want to avoid them mm-hmm. um toronto believe it or not might be the matchup as dangerous as they are uh because of the starting pitching because that's the great thing about this mariner team yes they're playing good regular season baseball but as mark DeRosa told us when he came on our show when they get to the playoffs they're dangerous <laughs> you know Pitching. Is that your Mark Rosa impression? Well, a little bit. It's right. not very good. Yeah, uh, good. Starting pitching, bullpen, and don't forget the bullpen aspect of all of this. Mm-hmm. First sign of trouble, you're going to what has been the best bullpen in baseball since mid-May. Right. So that's another factor in all of this. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I'll just say this. I think we've overthought the whole home and away thing. I want home games. Right. So that's what, ideally, I would like. The four seed, and then I'll take whatever comer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I want home games. It's just been so long since we got to watch playoff baseball, and then I'd like to watch it in person. Yeah, I'm not traveling to Toronto. I'm not traveling anywhere to go watch the games. Right. I would love to watch it here, and so that is kind of where it is. But if you were to give me some sort of crystal ball where I can see, okay, we have our matchups. We got our one, two, three. The stallions that we want would want to match up because we didn't have to play in the final couple games to try to figure out where we are at in our seating. Then it does come down to I kind of feel like the six the sixth seed or the the number three wild card spot is a better one whether it's Minnesota or Cleveland I kind of feel like that is less dangerous now this is not a team I don't care who you play in the playoffs it's not a team that you're just going to go oh we got this one locked up right it's just going to be a team that you feel better about or 
another team feels less dangerous. I feel like Toronto and Tampa Bay are both more dangerous. I feel like they could have they could bring it. Tampa could bring it on the mound. Yeah. Toronto can bring it in the lineup. The team coming out of the central, I don't feel that they're dangerous. They could still beat you, mm-hmm. but I don't feel that there's danger. I made the comment a couple of days ago that I don't have any expectations of this team going deep. And I mean like World Series deep, winning the World Series deep and and, and I don't want to find myself disappointed if they don't. Am I setting my sights too low? Yes. If I'm just talking about again, they're built for the playoffs, right? I mean, but is their offense ready to carry them through four rounds? But that's just it. That's that's the postseason. That's what I mean. I told Bucky just a week ago. I'm more worried. Of, I, I think that there's a still a worry to get in because offense. You need offense to get in more right. so than you need at the postseason. But starting pitching, relief pitching, and defense. I mean, they're top five in baseball in all three of those categories, and that's what wins comes postseason time. I'm not sitting here predicting it. I'm not even telling you to order your playoff tickets. Yeah, I'm telling you that when D-Rose said they're dangerous, mm-hmm. they are really set totally. up well totally. to win postseason series. There's yeah. nobody besides the Astros. Besides the Astros, and even the Astros, I think, Astros have to have Dodgers. a little bit of doubt. Yeah, I'm just saying the AL. Yeah. There's no The Astros have to have a seedling of a doubt of – that team's not the little brother that I've given wedgies to for the last seven years. Yeah. That's not that. Every other team in the American League is like, I don't really want to go against those guys because <laughs> they could shove it on you and timely hitting. And there is one thing that it gets overlooked. It's the idea of playing games that are kind of tight on a regular basis. Right. That is a, There's a skill to that. There's an idea of understanding yeah. how to stay yeah. even keel and understand yeah. every swing can be the most important one. Every pitch can be the most important one. And this team plays more close games. Than anybody else in the league. Well, I'm um, I'm I'm glad to hear you're making some comments. I agree with because it means you're right. By the way, when oh, it comes okay. to the Mariners and, and baseball, That's because you I, told us. So. Well, look, I I I just think this. I think that they're better set up for the playoffs than the 2001 team was, and I've said that numerous times on this show. And it's because oh. of their starting pitching. I mean, think about their starting pitching right now. We're talking Castillo, Ray, Gilbert, Kirby. And Gonzalez versus Aaron Seeley, John Halama, Paul Abbott, Freddie Garcia, and Jamie Moore. Which fivesome would you want? Mm-hmm. I'd take this, this fivesome oh, yeah. over that fivesome. And I'm not trying to say this team is better than that team was. I mean, they won 116 damn games, but I think you're exactly right. And so when Dick says, am I selling myself short? Look, man, I, I th- this team gets in and the sky's the limit for them I don't, in the playoffs. I, I'm not... Picky, I wouldn't pick them to win the American right. League, but I would Houston not rule still. it out. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And, and exactly. that's the difference. It's not a matter of whether or not you're selling yourself short. It's just a matter of once you get in the dance, and we see it in other sports too. Get in, get hot at the right time. This offense right now is all of a sudden starting to pop a bunch of balls out of the yard. Yeah. And they're really not even hitting Is it very Ty well. France back now? Can we say he's yes. back? Yes. After the last four games? Yeah, yeah. he's back. How he's much back. was how much was his struggles? protecting an injury and how much was him just getting to a mental funk well both i think the mental the physical side of it created the yes. the actual poor outcomes which then creates Agreed. the mental fatigue of what the hell i can't even buy a knock you know what i mean and so i think he was hurt I and mean, that's one thing it's not football you don't play through the crazy injuries it's not like that but you get dinged up after playing every single day i mean it can be something simple you just get sawed off and this little muscle right here will be sore for three weeks mm-hmm. and you feel it every time you grip a bat well, you just got to play through it. You're not going to sit out because you got a sore, bruised muscle in your hand. It just doesn't it doesn't make any sense. His was a significant injury. I broke my wrist on a very similar play to that. Now, since it was broken, 
I ended up missing the rest of the season. He's like, I can come back. I'll come back. He missed a little bit of time, comes back, and he yeah. wasn't 100% right, and then it starts to go downhill, and his head starts getting to it. Who deserves, Dick and I were talking about this today, that Scott Service absolutely deserves serious consideration for the manager of the year. Uh, yeah. I th- I think I'd give, I would give Jerry more credit for what's happening right now than I would Scott, but they're going to give a manager of the year award, and if they are a guy that was once 10 games under and is now 15 games over absolutely should be in that conversation, if not winning the freaking thing like I thought he should have won it last year. Uh, he should have won it last year, and he deserves a lot more. He deserved the credit for the 90 wins last year because of what Jerry did to him at the deadline and blew up his clubhouse. With the Graveman deal you're talking about? And he pieced yeah. it back together, and they just kept finding ways to win. And I think Jerry's gave him credit, and I think he's right. Last year, Scott Service, every bullpen button he pushed was the right one. And he's doing it again this year. But for the big picture, the success that you're seeing right now, I agree with you, Softy. Jerry deserves more of the credit. But this is two straight years where Service is a manager of the year candidate. Yeah, and to think that you went out, what are your biggest offensive acquisitions with Jesse Winker? And he has scuffled and struggled, to say the least. So to keep the organization feeling, to keep the clubhouse feeling like, hey, we're still all rolling in the right direction, while you still try to get him right, you still try to get him his ABs, you Excuse me. Yeah, right there, pal. No, you still got. I need a drink. Choked up. You want a margarita? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You (laughs) still have to. You still have to figure a way of getting the dude his abs and even not bumping him down to the seven hole, eight hole, nine hole, to where you can hope that he rebounds from that. There's all kinds of that manipulating personalities that is something that I think that's overlooked. Yeah, you don't do a ton of hit and runs. You don't put a bunch of bunts on and squeeze plays. But managing expectations, managing the managing the personalities of guys in that clubhouse is something that's not easy to do, especially when guys you have a handful of guys that are scuffling a little bit. Not everybody does it as good as Phil Nevin. Yeah, that's right, baby. <laughs> no. That's right. The so voices true. of the voices of our morning show guys, Chuck and Buck here on ninety three point three KJR. I woke up this morning at exactly seven fifteen, feeling dangerous, feeling wow. dangerous, and hearing Bucky wax poetic about something that I did not know that had happened. And that is following Jared Kelenic not getting called up to the Seattle Mariners. Evidently, he washed clean his Instagram <laughs> yeah. of the Seattle Mariners. And, uh, Bucky, I actually had Jackson pull a minute-long uh, monologue from you, but why play it when Bucky's actually here in the flesh? So what did you say today I don't know. about Jared Kelenic? <laughs> okay, Can't we remember. can play it if you want. Hours ago. <laughs> yeah. That was like a week ago. Yeah. Right? Well, here's, here's Bucky this morning yeah. talking about, uh, no, you don't have it right. Yeah, it's okay. okay. I assume we were going to have Bucky actually it say that. Right. So I, 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 Bucky, throw to your own clip. First of all, yeah. here's do, me. Do you follow Kelenic on Instagram? No, I don't do it. I was going to say, yeah, that's kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I just I heard about it. You and got then it. Yeah, he's got it. He'll let, uh, this, right, yeah. this was very good. He was much fresher at seventeen. Right, at seven fifteen in the morning. Roll right now, he doesn't have the coping skills between the years to deal with what he's going through. And the last thing I'm sure that when he did this was when he found out that you're not going to be the dude called up in September. He wants badly to be a good player for the Seattle Mariners. In the big leagues, mm-hmm. he want he wasn't kidding when he's saying change is coming. We're going to break that drought. He was thinking it's him and Julio leading the charge yep. with Logan Gilbert and George Kirby's and whoever else. He was thinking he was going to be a, a big part of that. He wants to do it more than any of you Mariner fans wanted him to do it. Yep. And so when he hasn't gotten it done, he's harder on himself than anybody else is. And then he goes down, and by all accounts, numbers wise, is doing. I mean, he's on pace for. 30 bombs down there. 
I mean, he's hitting 284. He, he was kind of, I think he was probably thinking to himself, I'm showing again that I'm better than AAA. I'm, I don't need to be here. Yeah. But to some degree, you, you, you don't want to bring a sourpuss up that is going to be thinking about his failures more than he's thinking about what the team needs at this point in time. <laughs> I love that last line. Yeah. Because that's what it would have been. Yeah. It would been distraction. Well, ultimately, I also said in there, I wouldn't put it past. I mean, there, we still have some time to go before right. this whole thing is settled and you have to finalize your playoff roster. I mean, if Taylor Trammell, Taylor Trammell looked like he was more ready between the ears. And how do you see what's ready between the ears? How aggressive are you swings? How convicted are you in the movements you make, whether it's on defense or at the dish, when you're, when you're struggling or when you're going well? Yeah. And we, we watched Jared Kelnick struggle and stress and then press and then struggle and stress more and then press more. And it's a snowball that rolls downhill and it gets out of control. I know the feeling. It is very, it's so not fun. And this is a guy that wants it so bad to be a dude. He yeah. wants to be a dude yeah. so bad and he wants to be a part of this team that ch- turns things around and it just hasn't worked out. But I'm not going to say that it's out of the, out of the realm of possibilities that we all of a sudden see Taylor Trammell play for two more weeks. If, and I'm cheering for Taylor. I like Taylor. But if he doesn't, he didn't do anything. And, and if Jared Kelnick now takes this maybe rock bottom moment, maybe moment of like, all right, I'm going to just keep plugging away and push this thing to the finish line, he could end up coming up and being a dude that helps you out. Yeah. Well, you know, look, uh, and I hope that Kelnick figures it out. Right. So I. I think we all do. Right. Uh, he, he's, he looks to me, and I don't have any idea about his personal life. He looks to me like he's dealing with a lot of exterior pressure from somebody like he's letting somebody down himself you know? he's an emotional guy right but not just himself his I dad mean, you know maybe his dad i yeah. honestly and, and, and i got no idea no way to prove that but that's kind of what it looks like to me that he is really walking around with a real heavy burden on his on his shoulders right now yeah i wouldn't count on him this year yeah. but i'm not giving up on him yeah totally for yeah. his for his career he's, he's way too Why exactly not? he's right. way too young for that and i'd rather have you guys alternate hitting me in the beanbag uh, than be on Instagram. But it sort of struck me (laughs) in the the modern times that that was just a version of, I'm going to my room, yeah, and I don't like you anymore. I don't even want to live here anymore. It's Gen Z pouting. That's what it is. And slamming the door. That's what the... But wouldn't it be a great comeback story if he can figure it out? Yeah. How cool would that be? And he's got a very good chance of doing it. He's going to figure it out, folks. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now. I love it. The mental side of the game is the thing that I think... I, I I was strongest at, and yet I did not have it when I was 22, 23 years yeah. old. Yeah, great stuff, guys. We'll see you on uh, tomorrow morning, as a matter of fact, at uh, 6 a.m. Mike Holmgren, by the way, going to join the radio show next on 93.3 KJRFM. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.